Today's podcast is presented by Markovich Construction Incorporated. Markovich Construction is Southwest Montana's largest and most successful general contracting firm. They have a proven history of getting the job done right. Don't take my word for it, though. Check out the Burt Mooney Airport, the Veterans Home, Starbucks, and the Ridgewaters Water Park, just to name a few examples of outstanding work of Markovich Construction. Visit MarkovichCons.com to see more examples and call 406-494-3901 to let Markovich Construction work for you. Markovich Construction, when performance counts. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woo-hoo! Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Before I begin today, I would just like to send out a special thank you to my sponsors. Without them, the Buttecast would not be possible. Please support the sponsors and tell them that you listen to the Buttecast. One new sponsor today is Annode Designs in Anaconda. Blake Hempstead recorded a commercial that, as much as I hate to admit, just might be the best thing you've heard on the Buttecast. Blake would like us all to know that six toes are people too, and I have a very big guest from Anaconda coming up in the near future. Rest assured, it is not the Blake. Today's podcast is with the Robluski brothers. Like the late, great Norm MacDonald, I have a lot of long-standing theories. The top one is that those Kennedy Crusaders are the toughest kids in town. If anybody ever doubted that theory, I just introduced them to Chris Opie. He'd change their mind. Maybe it is because we are on top of the hill. Maybe it's because our playground was always a strip of pavement. I'm not sure. Whatever it is, Kennedy kids are just tougher. The few years he spent at Kennedy are what turned Hudson Lutke into the athlete he is today. It's not all genetics and work ethic. The latest and perhaps best examples of toughness of Kennedy kids are the Robluski brothers, Ethan and Eli. The former Kennedy Crusaders overcame a difficult upbringing that saw them split time between the mining city and Browning to become outstanding young men. They are working on their clothing brand together and they serve as great role models for troubled kids and kids who are not troubled. They are also really good boxers with an eye toward the Olympic Games and eventually careers as professional boxers. The brothers were set to fight in the Murderer's Row boxing event October 29th at the Butte Depot. Unfortunately, they learned shortly after recording this podcast that they will not be able to fight because it conflicts with USA boxing rules. Still, Ethan and Eli have many more fights in their future. Hopefully we'll all get out and cheer them on when they fight in the Mining City. Listen in as we get to know two of the Mining City's finest. Hear about their intense training regimen and how boxing helped keep them out of trouble. Also, check out their knowledge of boxing history, and the brothers even bring up the late, great Eli Thomas, a Butte boxing legend. I've always maintained that Kennedy kids are tougher than the rest. Oh, great. You guys (laughs) 100% can back that up for me a little bit. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Toughest of them all. <laughs> yeah. All great kids, though. Everyone in Butte, though. Now, how many years did you go to Kennedy? So, uh, we went there for about two years. Yeah. yeah, he went there for about two. I went there from uh, third grade to sixth grade. Really? And I say it was, like, the best. I had a great time at uh, really? Kennedy Elementary. Mr. Like, Johnson got you guys in the shape? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm still or friends. You, you had was, Mr. Johnson. Ricketts. You didn't have Mr. Jess. I was going to say, Mr. Johnson's was right after you guys. Yeah, yes. it was. I Mr. Remember Ricketts was right got you in the, whipped, whipped you in the shape, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been friends with everyone since, you know, Kennedy. I still have great friends. You know, like, what are the odds? You're Delaney, too. You know, I'm yeah. still friends with her. Uh, everyone else, you know, I'm still friends with. It's just, you know, they're all great people. I had a great experience at, you know, Did you? Kennedy Elementary. So I'm glad I had a good time. Nice. And now you graduated uh, this last June. Yes, that's, I did. That's Ethan and Eli. You're a year ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 2021. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, it's hard to keep track. Each year goes into the one for me here. I couldn't remember. I think I saw you to track me last year. So what are you running? You know, I graduated. I'm uh, here to watch my brother. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so have a hard time. But so you guys both have a fight coming up. 
yeah Oct october 29th it looks like it'll be happening oh uh, it's it's not like official yet but it's yeah. at the moment it's kind of in the clouds but it looks like it, it's gonna happen yeah the, i see there's a thing where you can buy tickets for it now yeah so the mm -hmm. so what is it called the monster Mur murderer's row yeah it's a bare knuckle uh thing too we're not, well, of course we don't do bare knuckle yeah. but uh yeah it's kind of bare knuckles kind of getting a bigger thing and I guess it's more exciting, but more blood that way. I guess. Yeah, even. yeah, it's kind of like a gladiator thing. That's yeah. the way I look about bare knuckle. It's kind of like a gladiator, you know, people screaming, you know, and all that. And I don't, know, I'm not for it, but I guess people like it. But we, we do the boxing, of course, more safer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boxing seems is as barbarian as boxing always seems. It seems like it's way uh, it's yeah. like tennis compared oh, yeah. to uh, okay. bare knuckle boxing. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, they, those guys have more exposure to you know like cuts and stuff like that and like broken wrists and stuff. Yeah. So it's definitely for sure like a gladiator sport, definitely. Yeah, but you guys just probably jump at the chance to to fight. Especially in your hometown. Right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why we wanted to take this opportunity so quick. We don't really get to fight in town a lot. We yeah. really don't. Last time I, or I think both of us did, was like almost three years ago. Really? Yeah. And I got, I think Ethan got a TKO and I won by unanimous decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys are both, uh, what, are you Walter weight and light Walter weight? Is that how it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, Well, so like, he's I'd super. be 156 and then he would be 147. Yeah. So yeah. he's super welterweight, I'm welterweight. Really? Yeah. And you guys, uh, obviously, you spar against each other. Have you ever had to fight each other in an actual sanctioned fight, or no, is it just sparring? No, no, no just but, sparring. I we're brothers, so uh, I think that we get the competitive side of one another. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of people always love watching us spar in our gym because, like, we're very like competitive and we're yeah. very technical. So a lot of people enjoy that. But like mm -hmm. with our mom and everything, we we promise like we would never fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it even if it were like to happen yeah <laughs> we've talked about would. it a couple times oh yeah we have <laughs> and, and now i i had two brothers and i know we had a whole bunch of sparring sessions that weren't sanctioned or weren't anything you know just fist fights in the because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's how brothers are you guys have you guys ever fight or you guys seem like you get along pretty well we get along now <laughs> but of course <laughs> growing up uh me being the little brother antagonizing you know the older mm. brothers uh yeah me and ethan would get into a couple fights back then but now it's gotten like more easy, more into our teenage years is where everything calmed down. Before really? that, it was mayhem. Okay. <laughs> now, how long have you guys been uh, boxers? Uh, well, I started boxing when I lived up on the reservation with uh, Frankie Kip at a Blackfeet Nation boxing mm -hmm. club. And I must have been, I was in grade school too. Right. Like I, I was pretty young. And then, and then I went on to do a little bit of other stuff like wrestling and in middle school and a little bit of high school. And then I was just thinking, oh, well, boxing is really what I love. And so then just kind of kept pursuing it. But practically yeah. since I was a little kid. Right? Yeah. And then um, he started boxing before I have. So he's the more experienced fighter. But I got um, intrigued and motivated by Ethan to start boxing. I think I was in, um, I want to say I was in, I think I was seventh grade. Beginning of seventh grade was where I started training. But my first competitive fight, I think, was freshman year. It was like mm -hmm. going into freshman year. Yeah. And ever since, you know, I've just been fighting. I love it. Yeah. Boxing is different than uh, a lot of sports too, because you got to be committed to boxing oh, year yeah. round. I mean, there's yes. no there's no time off for you, right? No, 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 no. no. And uh, of course, it takes a lot of discipline and focus. It yeah. really does. Like right. during high school, I never we never did like live the high school life. We were focused. We don't drink. We don't smoke. We we have we're on clean diets. You know, we're strict and. We stay focused. Yeah. And you both, I, I first got to know of you when in track. Right, right. Because uh, all of a sudden you guys, I think you first ran your senior year, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Ethan. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I remember you uh, one meet begging Coach Wattis to, to run more events. Yes. Because you already ran, like, it was, just a, it was just a small meet. Yes. And you already ran, like, and you're like, can I run the 800 too? And like, yeah. I've never met anybody who just wanted for fun to one, run one more race. Coach like Wattis, that. yeah. Shout out to Coach Wattis. I know that he, he might check this out. But yeah, I ran the uh, I ran the mile. I won the mile. And then yeah. I ran the 800. And then we were going to run the 400 too in the relay. And I just felt really good that day. I just yeah. felt amazing. Like, well rested. I was, you know, rate. I probably got, you know, hyped off the win and everything. Yeah. So I was just thinking, all right, like, let me run the two mile. And he was just like, no, nah, don't run the two mile. Like, he's like, you're, you're going to like, get, you're definitely going to be like feeling it if you ran the two mile after. And so then, uh, but yeah, I do remember that. I think I know what time you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And did you guys track, you kind of got into track 
for boxing, right? Just to, uh, yeah. for, mm-hmm. to yeah. stay in shape. Yeah, yep. cross training. Yeah, for sure. I because when I joined track, that was because COVID was going on in in USA Boxing, and then they had the whole thing where the state had to approve it and everything, and Montana wasn't approved yet. So then I I ran to stay in shape for boxing, and then I was just like, well, why not do something to to focus on and just have fun with and yeah and then it was like first year broke five on the mile that was interesting and then i thought that was cool so (laughs) just my first year ever doing it that's pretty fast mile and you did because you competed in something after high school too didn't you get in some kind of a a track meet where you were specifically trying to beat a time in the mile mm -hmm. yeah and then uh i i still want to do it i i always thought breaking four on the mile would be pretty fun yeah. Oh, yeah. What was your fastest time in the mile? Uh, well, I got so I got down to four fifty four like my first year, like a yeah. track, and then I I got faster, and then so then I was like around like four thirty, and then so then I I still run, but not like training for the mile like yeah. right now, just running, just stay in shape. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I've seen in uh, from the movie Rocky, you gotta get up in the morning, crack some eggs, and go for a long run, right? <laughs> Is that how boxers oh, yeah. train? Yeah. You got you got to get after it in the morning for sure. Got to got to do your workout. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was reading the the story in the Montana Standard that Matt wrote about you guys mm. just about a year ago, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. When it was on there, and it kind of talked about how you guys had a hard life. Yeah. Kind of um, upbringing. You, you like you lived in Browning, kind of moved back and forth, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so like during the time when I started, uh, when I was from Kennedy Third to Six, before that, we lived on the reservation, and, and you know I love. I represent, you know, Ethan and I represent being Native American, you know, the Blackfeet and all, but it's a rough place to live up there. It wasn't great. It wasn't the most intriguing place to live. And yeah, we we really had a hard upbringing. And uh, that's what was kind of like embarrassing, I guess, growing up. You know, we'll really? take that in elementary school. Pe- the kids knew. The kids uh-huh. knew what we, the lifestyle I lived or what we lived and which was kind of hard growing up doing that. But I just accepted it. It made me who I am as a fighter and as a human being. And I think I could say the same thing for Ethan. And yeah, like I, it was just rough. It was not the best place to live. So that's interesting. Um, I think Chris Rock had a bit like the tougher, the upbringing upbringing you have, or the, or the even he brought it in the race. Mm-hmm. The, the better the boxer you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, oh, yeah. you know, he yeah. says for every black guy, there's a Puerto Rican waiting to kick his butt. And for every Puerto Rican, there's a Native American where you're really ready to thump him, right? <laughs> right, right, right. I, like, have always told my friends that I don't think I would be who I am if it wasn't for our upbringing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we learned a lot. And then I feel like that, such that all happened, I almost feel, like, more motivated to succeed in life. Really? Yeah, because just of, like, the whole, like, thing, like, oh, you know, people probably would expect people with the hard upbringing to not be so successful. Like, they might just be like, oh, they might go down that path or they yeah. might just, you know, keep the cycle going or whatever. Uh, and because, like, we had a family, like, of drug addicts and all that stuff. Yeah. And that that's one of the reasons why we, we don't drink or smoke or anything. Yeah. And so that's what I meant by that. But anyways, so we're just motivated. So it mot- motivates me to succeed. Yeah, and that's you've seen that where, uh, I mean, there's a million stories of, you know, in guys on the reservation, you know, have a hard time getting off. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, basketball players who have NBA talent. Oh, but yeah. But end up just drinking and, you know, not and not getting off the reservation. Yeah. So, was being imbued, did that help you guys oh, too? 120 percent. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It really helped us stay focused. And Butte's a great place. I love this place yeah. with all my heart. And that's why I love being here and representing here too. And I... It's a great place, you know. I can't say anything else. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, like I said, you know, every every place kind of has its, you know, bad places. You know, some of the things that we hear about yeah. drugs and stuff going on here in town, but it's a great place regardless. I mean, great great community, very supportive. We've always had like a lot of friends that were just like, you know, hey guys, you know, when you guys make it, you know, remember us type of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's very awesome that we have people that really believe in us. Yeah. And so definitely Butte has helped a lot. And you train in Anaconda still? No, no, no. Uh, so our coach, Steve Chai, uh-huh. uh, he, we started our own little gym here. It's like oh, okay. a private gym in a sense, but it's not like a public yet, but we want to eventually in the future. Oh, yeah. That's one of our goals. But uh, right now we just have our own little gym, like where we just have our own, our ring and our, and our bags and, and stuff and our workout spot that, that we train. But uh, Coach Chris uh, is doing his thing out in Anaconda. Yeah. Might want to retire soon, I think, is what might happen with him. Yeah, I think he's about, he's 67, 68 yeah, years old, yeah. I think, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Chris Amen, who is, of course, he knows 
martial arts, boxing, oh, every, everything. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh, shout out to him. Like he really helped us too with boxing and yeah. everything. Eric Hempstead, Chris Eamon, like I said, shout out to them. They're great people. Yeah, but Steve, it was just more convenient because the drive back and forth to like Anaconda just kind of got a little bit of a hassle. So yeah, it's not yeah. that far, but when you're doing it back and forth every single day, yeah, yeah it gets a little yeah. bit of a hassle. And so we, you know, Steve, he's great. He's man, he knows a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great coach. Yeah, he uh, trained uh, Sean O'Malley, and uh, Sean O'Malley is uh, from Helena, and then now he's a UFC superstar. So yeah. he's the guy that like made it big in Montana, and now he's going to go fight in Abu Dhabi, Dubai on the 22nd. Really? Yeah, he's in Dubai right now. Wow. And uh, my coach trained him when he was young. So like my coach knows a lot about striking like and Muay Thai, so we do Muay Thai as well. But uh, boxing is, is our main like one clearly. But uh, mm -hmm. anyways, so our coach is is a great coach too. And then mm -hmm. you know Coach Chris Eamon, he taught us a lot too. So we've had a lot of great coaches, especially like Frankie Kip too. Like a lot mm -hmm. of fight, a lot of coaches that have actually trained some really successful fighters. I mean Billy Wagner, he's gonna go fight in uh, Madison Square Garden on the 29th. Wow, kind yeah. of a big arena. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fight uh, Nico um, Ali Walsh, yeah, the grandson gonna... of Muhammad Ali. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Muhammad Ali's grandson. So he's our cousin too. So that's what makes it better too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your cousin's fighting Muhammad Ali's yes. grandson. Yeah, it's kind of weird to say right that. Right <laughs> My cousin yeah. is gonna fight Muhammad Ali's grandson. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, really cool actually. I meant the guy. The guy's really good, and Billy's really good, and it's gonna be a great matchup. I think it'll, it'll be probably mm -hmm. one of the best fights on the card. I yeah. think. Now, you guys plan to stay boxing, or would MMA kind of be something for you, or are you guys more traditionals with the, with the gloves? The gloves. Uh, like, the gloves <laughs> for sure, but like MMA, it, it's a great sport. Like, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of it, and I think, but it's not, not something I would probably yeah. ever think. <laughs> but Muay Thai's fun, and I would actually probably think of competing in Muay Thai yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, what would probably be the other combat sport I'd do besides boxing. And I did wrestle a little bit in middle school and high school, so I, I do kind of know like a little, the, bit, yeah. little bit of everything, I would say, but I, I don't think that like MMA is like something I'd pursue. This message is brought to you by Anno Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Foley, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Buttecast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda, but that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYHOO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. Markovich Construction Incorporated is Southwest Montana's largest and most successful general contracting firm. They employ the best field craftsmen, managers, and support staff, and they maintain the most complete fleet of building construction equipment in the area. Markovich Construction has the construction team to make any project a success. They have a proven successful history of working with owners and design professionals to address any project challenges, and they routinely bring in projects ahead of schedule and within budget. Recent projects include the Veterans Home, Burt Mooney Airport, Starbucks, the Ridgewater Water Park, and more. Visit MarkovichCons.com to see some of their recent projects and call 406-494-3901 to let Markovich Construction work for you. Markovich Construction when performance counts. 5518 Designs is your uptown Butte destination for all of your apparel and gift needs. 5518 offers their own line of in-house designed and locally produced apparel celebrating what we love about Butte and our Montana lifestyle. You'll also find outdoor essentials such as Chaco sandals, Dekine backpacks and gear, and Kabu apparel and packs, something for the whole family. 
Visit 5518designs at 27 North Main Street in the heart of historic Uptown Butte and online at shop5518.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grande's, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grande's can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Yeah, I always kind of thought MMA is like uh, boxing when I was a kid, watching boxing. My dad loved it, and I'd be bored because I just wanted to. I just wanted to see the knockout round. Oh yeah, you know you don't want to watch the fourteen rounds first. You know, cause it used to be fifteen round fights. Yes, sir. And uh, I think MMA immediately they're on the ground. Immediately there's blood. Immediately, you know, it's so it's probably it's like arena football. If the NFL and arena football were both starting today at the same time, arena would kick its butt probably mm-hmm. in popularity. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of figured it's like that. But I always thought boxing was the by far the better sport right oh yeah boxing's it's just so simple and it's so amazing you know of course that's the most wonderful way you want to win in boxing is by knockout you know yeah. that's why everyone watches it because there you can see some crazy knockouts in boxing so <laughs> i guess it's pretty exciting yeah hey you do see some pretty good knockouts from time to time oh yeah but is are the knockouts more uh the heavier weights or the, or the lighter weights have your happened to everybody? Really? I think. Yeah, I would have to say, yeah. I, of course, what Ethan said, everyone. But uh, mostly, you see it in the heavyweight division. It seems like you see the really the George Foreman, the big punts, kind of oh, yeah, you know, in the heavier yeah. weights. The lightweights are just are lightning quick. Oh yeah, there. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, you know, Anthony yeah. Joshua, Dylan White, all those guys. Yeah, they, those guys, they could pack a punch. And if yeah. you want to see a knockout, yeah, watch some heavyweights. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always watch it because it's just yeah. like guaranteed someone's getting knocked oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like it's get, it's bound to happen with the heavyweight yeah. matchup. Like someone's getting dropped or someone's just like it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your guys' favorite boxer? My growing up, uh, Mike Tyson was coming in. You know, I was just right at the age, and I mm. there was nothing better than Mike Tyson. I remember being at uh, I, when I was on the, at Central. I played on the basketball team as a freshman. And we went, to, uh, they had a senior night celebration at the bar at the airport. And we okay. went out there. And of course, this is long before cell phones. We had to watch Sports Center to see what happened, you right, know, right. that night. And the bartender said, Mike Tyson got beat. And we're like, who's this idiot? Shut up, you know? Yeah. And so then we all had to run home and watch Sports Center to see that Mike Tyson really actually got beat by Buster Douglas. Yeah, Buster that was, Douglas. That was yeah. insane. I mean, even still watching that fight to this day, yeah. you're just thinking, wow, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like Buster Douglas was a nobody, you know, yeah. and Mike Tyson's Iron Mike, you know? Yeah. And so then everyone's like, man, this guy's going to do Like, Mike Tyson's going to go through this guy. And like yeah. Buster Douglas... That, like shocked the world oh yeah. yeah and he won for very good reasons like buster douglas i don't know if you know his mom passed away before that fight really kind of a cool fact <laughs> yeah his uh mom passed away i think two weeks was it two weeks before i think i didn't realize yeah uh, passed his mom passed away also mike tyson was doing a lot of drugs of course and he wasn't yeah. focused and buster with the motivation from his mom his mom told him to uh to win it you know win the title and he did and wow. biggest upset in boxing i'd have to say so yeah i always thought tyson would just get it right back and be the king again but he never did no, get the never title covered no never i never covered. got it back you know and that's that's unfortunate too because you always see that happen you know like not even with just boxers but all types of athletes you know mm-hmm. they get caught up in the nightlife they get caught up with drugs and partying and yeah. they lose focus you know mike tyson wasn't training in the gym and uh D- douglas was probably in the best shape of his life in that fight and then so yeah you know it just all kind of fell together i guess <laughs> yeah and i think you you mentioned ethan i thought was it may was it you in the in the story mentioned mary mary or mayweather, mayweather. because uh he's training at midnight yes was that yes. was that your quote that yes, you were talking yes, about that yes i i, I is he your guy He's my guy. Mayweather is is a legend, and Our a guy. lot, a lot, <laughs> of, guys. Yeah, a lot of people mention Floyd because he's fifty and zero. But he's like half of those guys were world champions, and yeah. a lot of people like say all these things about him, all this silly stuff. But they just don't know boxing that well to like really understand how great he yeah. is. 
and also, you know, he was, uh, you know, he's made the biggest money in boxing. And yeah, they call him Money Mayweather money for a Mayweather, reason, right? Yeah, and his worth ethics off the chart. So very, very inspired by Floyd. But he actually isn't my favorite fighter. Like, I actually admire him, but yeah. he's, he's not my favorite. Errol Spence Jr. is my favorite. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're talking about, like, new, yeah, like, new uh, prime fighters. It would have to be, be Errol Spence, Floyd. But, but if we're talking, like, back then, I don't know, I'd have to say... Um, if we're talking about an old boxer, uh, Julian Jackson. Really? Yeah, Julian the Hawk Jackson. He's, wow. oof, that guy was ferocious, but I forgot who he got beat. He got beat, but he was like 46-0, 40 of those by knockout. He was like the hardest hitter. Wow. They called him like the Mike Tyson Jr. Yeah. He hit hard. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'd have to say that's my fighter, but like Ethan, Ethan's already taken the words out of my mouth. Yeah, Errol Spence and Floyd would have to be yeah. my prime, but. I loved uh, Sugar Ray Leonard when I was a kid too. Mm, yeah, and uh, I remember when he beat uh, what's his Robert, Robert O'Brien. No, uh, what's the one? Uh, I God, I can't even think of his name. I can picture him now. Uh, he used to give it the old shake of the hands. Uh, Marvin, Marvel's Marvin, Marvin Hagler. Hagler. Yeah, yeah. So he beat Hagler, and that was kind of an upset. And I remember mm-hmm. watching it on. Well, long before your guys' time, CNN headline news it used to be half hour. They'd run the show over and over. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was the same news. And at 19 after the hour, they had sports. And I was watching that late at night. And sports yeah. came in and they said that he won. And I was so excited. And then years later, I finally got to watch the fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he won. I, yeah, th- I think that, Hagler beat him. Everyone yeah. says that. Yeah. yeah. Because like Sugar Ray, he was retired. And then he was all saying, okay, I'm going to beat, I'm going to beat Hagler. Yeah, because he was out of retire, you know, he's retired, yeah. he's watching him on TV, and there's a documentary where he says that, he's like, I could beat Hagler. Yeah, I think and, he was at one of his fights, like, four yeah. years prior, he's retired, and he literally was like, I could beat this guy. And then, yeah. 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 I guess, yeah. <laughs> it, fought. It, was a, it was a great fight. It's funny you mentioned Hagler, um, not Hagler, but Hagler was a legend too, but uh, Sugar Ray was definitely my, yeah. my uh, favorite oh, yeah. old school fighter, man, that guy was awesome. And yeah. then you watch the Duran fights, all oh, those were legendary, mm-hmm. like how... He lost that first fight, and then he was just like, second fight, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna beat Duran, and then he made him quit, you know, yeah. in the second fight. So you guys watch a lot of YouTube fights? Is that what you? Oh, yeah. we know our boxing history. Yeah, we really yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can go all the way back to uh, Jack Johnson, the first uh, yeah. African heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, we yeah. know, we know boxing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Like I said, you, if you, people know boxing, I could, we could sit here for hours and talk about yeah. it. We love How about it. Stanley Ketchell? Stan, ooh, you yeah, Stanley, Stanley Ketchell, yeah. Man, I haven't heard that. Wow, I'm Because yeah. Stanley Ketchell was in Butte. Yeah. yeah. And he was like the middleweight champion of the world, perhaps. Yeah. And then he got shot and yeah. killed. Yeah. And yeah. I know there's Matt Vincent was always pushing for him to be in the Butte Sports Hall of Fame. And when mm-hmm. Pat Carney was uh, alive, they kind of fought back saying, well, he just lived in Butte for a little bit. Right. But, yeah. I don't know. It was pretty cool. We claim a heavyweight or middle, yeah. or was it? Maybe it was middleweight or light heavyweight champion. Where I, I think, think it was yeah. middleweight. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was middleweight. He yeah. came here, he was a bouncer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yeah. The bar, so. Yeah. 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 Okay. I remember him now. But yeah, yeah, Butte has had some cool history with actually boxing, actually, yeah. and that's why we do hope eventually we could get it big out here again for sure. Because like Butte's had some history. I mean, you had uh, John L. Sullivan fight here before. Yeah. Like, there's been some guys that have fought here, like uh, in Butte. Some decorated amateur boxer Eli Thomas. You know, he's yeah. uh, you know, uh, Thomas Apparel, like the downtown. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, that's his uh, that's his nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he was. Uh, he awesome. just passed away. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, I actually knew his brother George really well. Mm. Uh, George passed away, you know, quite some time ago. But yeah, he was. He's. Uh, he's a legend over at Gonzaga. In the oh Hall, yeah, yeah. Gonzaga yeah. yeah. University. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's crazy is when you talk about Thomas. That was when he was of uh, like still doing the NCAA, uh, the NCAA yeah. tournaments. The NCAA used to have boxing, but then there was this freak accident that happened, and then uh, they they were just like, yeah, not no more of this. And that actually could be one of the big reasons why boxing isn't as big as it used to be. Because if it was a, like NCAA double sport yeah. now, like yeah. boxing would be huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that something? And, and football, it's probably. Football, I've seen more injuries than in boxing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You know, they always say, well, boxing's barbaric, you know. But no, yeah, boxing's, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I have to say, like, football is a little more. That's why I remember when I was, uh, I think it was my sophomore year, I was playing football and doing boxing. Yeah, that wasn't really good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of head hits. Yeah, a so. lot of head injuries, I remember that. So I had to walk away from football. But yeah. So what kind of, what's your guys' style? I, I mean, obviously, you're, you're not big guys. You've got to be quick. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, what's your guys' strengths? 
I like like speed, like speed's my big one. And then I like am really creative with my movement and stuff. I think that one of my my style is I'm I'm very loose, I'm very relaxed, and Mm. I could throw some good combos. And I do got like a good hit too. Like I have a really good like really good jab, a really good lefts, and we get creative with our combos too. Like I I've like noticed that. I think that. One of the things like we take credit for is I feel like that our our styles are pretty advanced, which is pretty awesome, and then we just keep getting better. But yeah, definitely my speed and my footwork, I would say, and my defense. Like I I don't I don't think I've ever taken like a really hard shot in boxing yet where it's been like whoa like that nah. that hurt, and mm-hmm. so we want to keep it that way though. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. For me, oh, it would have to be uh, range. That's you know I'm tall, I'm lengthy. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, uh, how tall are you? I'm six foot three, <laughs> and you're yeah. not. What? How tall are you? I, I'm probably like five eleven. Yeah. I'm a little shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I fight that welterweight, so I'm like one forty seven and one forty five. Yeah, way I could uh, compare my style if I could, Thomas Hearns a little bit. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I pack a punch. I got a good jab. Uh, yeah, like it would just have to be foot movement and range. That's what it have to be it for me. You know, I'm really good with my range. It's one thing I've been learning a lot. My last fight, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot in my last fight. So. Going to this fight now, I'm just gonna use my range, you know, use stay focused most importantly, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not to Does me. going into the bare knuckle I, I'd ask you guys about your weaknesses, but the opponents might be listening, you never Hero know. Gun. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but going into bare knuckle is does it change your approach? have you had to change your your training at all because of or are you just going is it just straight up boxing just no gloves yeah just boxing just yeah. boxing yeah. yeah so so our fights and i think that there might be a couple other fights where it might uh, be gloves but then there's a few other ones like the main event will be a bare knuckle title fight oh your guys will be with gloves yeah yes. yeah oh so, that's good yeah. yeah oh yeah we're not <laughs> yeah we're not getting you're not crazy bare i was gonna think because you got to you got to worry about your hands, you know, because yeah. in your gloves, your thumbs, everything, right? Oh, you yeah. know, you yeah. got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I give shout out to those people that do the bare knuckles. Okay. Stuff. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing gloves because yeah. I, me, yeah. <laughs> I, I even talked yeah. to the guy that's doing the main event, Seth Wallace. Shout out to him. He's a, uh, he does the bare knuckle. And when we sparred last time, I think it was uh, like two months ago, I told him, I was like, you're in, like, props to you, man, for doing that bare knuckle stuff because I like, yeah. I can never do that. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Well, that goes back. Uh, the bare knuckle was just before they even came up with gloves. So it wasn't a gimmick back yeah, in the day. Yeah, just... yeah, that was but the thing way. about it, they had no rounds. They kept going. Yeah, yeah they keep going until uh, somebody quit or got knocked out. Yeah. And that's and, where the longest box. And I think came. about, you know, the way the old fighting style, the dupes right up in front kind of. Yeah, you know, like, uh, the Irish stance. Yeah. yeah, they kind of called it because, you know, the Irish stance, like it was all based off of like you leaning back with your head like not so exposed to them you know yeah. so you in bare knuckle boxing they were only throwing like one twos and like these hooks and type yeah. of thing like kind of really leaning back that's where the whole irish style came from wow. pretty interesting yeah 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 kind of neat you know and you guys you guys are very impressive uh you know i'll talk about you got your brand coming up in a little bit yeah, here too yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, we'll talk and about that. uh and everybody i talk to about you know it really seems to like you yeah but uh has it you know, when you come up with, uh, you know, moving back and forth from the reservation stuff, was it boxing that kept you guys from you know, getting in trouble too? Or was Ooh, it absolutely. just... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, because like, you know what I mean? I take full credibility for boxing and uh, like really changing us because, you know, we go back to what we were talking about previously, like mm-hmm. being a crusader when I was a little kid. And, you know, like you could even ask Ron himself, like, you know, I, I was getting in trouble oh, and right. I wasn't on the right path. And I bet you he's like really proud of me that like boxing like changed me now. And so you got to know the principal of Kennedy. He, you know, yeah, or, oh, I yeah. Think, I think that if, you know, he's a principal at uh, East now, I believe. And I bet you yeah, he could be Bispo, like, yeah. he could be using me as an example. You know, I hope he does because he could be like, man, if he sees these kids getting in trouble, be like, man, go to go box, you know, go do something. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that fighting keeps you out of trouble. Right? I know, it does. <laughs> Oh, it yeah. does. It keeps it, you out of fighting. You always hear that. Like Mike yeah. Tyson, when he went to Juvie, you know, yeah. like he was like in trouble. And then Customato yeah. was like, hey, I'm going to take you out of this. You got potential to be a champion, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, what happened, you know, with him. So great example. Yeah. No, yeah. It really got us out of trouble. It really did. Yeah, I think it took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Same with like Ricketts. We, Ethan and I weren't really uh, doing good too. We were. Okay, one hundred. We were we were assholes a little bit. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were mean, but uh, yeah, boxing really kept us on the right path. It it helped us stay focused and kept um kept us on the right path from the bad in the world. That's yeah. one thing I will take out of boxing. It really helped me with 
anger, all the rage that I had growing up, you know, something I had a life, we had a life that we couldn't control, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of like built with anger and we used it for very good reasons. And that's, you know, like I hope Ricketts uh, could use this too as an example. Cause we, we used an example that we could change, you know, yeah. for the better good. And I really hope that could help other kids too. That's one thing Ethan and I, you know, not with just boxing, not trying to be great, but we also try being great human beings and role yeah. models. And, um, like, um, who would I run into? Uh, she was the count, Miss uh, Lowney at Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's down at Whittier now. And after I graduated, I went to go down to see her. And she was so proud that I'm doing good, you know, because she was so worried about me during elementary yeah. school. And I'm so thankful for everyone at uh, Kennedy for looking out for Ethan and I growing up. And here we are, you know, we're striving and we're going for it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, I wonder how <laughs> tough it was. You know, my daughter... Delaney, she was committed to Mariah's challenge, mm -hmm. you know, because we had a deal when we she was four. You know, we both yeah. I, I quit drinking and and she promised not to drink, and that was really tough. Like going to the prom, they went to dinner and then she came home because all her friends were going yeah. to drink, and mm -hmm. then she went back to the prom. Uh, how tough was it to to stay in this? Is it just did just that goal of boxing? Is that what yeah, kept going? Yeah, I'm gonna actually I'll keep it 100. Um, it really wasn't that hard. Really? No, I'm, to this day, it's not that hard. You just got to understand what alcohol could do to you. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, yeah, Bu, you know, it's great to have fun every once in a while, but you got to understand the long term. Yeah. And Ethan and I growing up on the reservation, we've seen what alcohol could do to people. And it's just so cruel and so, so messed up, you know, it's yeah. wrong. And of course, you just got to maintain it. You know, that's what I tell people. I'm like, I'm not going to hate somebody if you drink, but just be great to maintain it i guess so yeah yeah it really wasn't that hard i want to be honest with you uh, mm -hmm. i'm glad i didn't do it to high school you know what delaney did was that's awesome that she did that because i did the same thing right after prom and the dances i just go home yeah like, i wouldn't go out or anything i just go home and say that was an awesome night and that's it <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah for sure definitely it's like the goal the goal for sure oh, yeah. just to be like you can't do it and i i feel like that's something <clears throat> i like to say is that the more like bigger your goals are the more you gotta sacrifice mm. i believe and so if that means that not partying not doing drugs you know eating the right foods doing all that stuff it'll be great oh yeah i agree with him on that you know like the sacrifice yeah mostly was not hanging out with friends during high school that's yeah. one thing i was mostly spending my time in the gym shout out to my friends that are still with me uh at mm. diff and cook <laughs> um yeah they're all you know um, during high school it was just staying focused you know i didn't have time to do that and because i was so focused on my goals that i think it was probably the best thing to do through high school you know i never had a drink of alcohol you know i don't smoke or none of that so thankful for that and now you guys are you guys going to school at all or are you just boxing just, just boxing. boxing yeah uh-huh and follow uh, that as far as you can yeah yeah mm -hmm. just take it far i mean we want to box uh usa boxing for a couple more years and then a uh, GoPro, go professional. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. clearly like what we'll talk about in a bit, like the brand and everything, that's something we want to do. And then I um, am actually wanting to pursue YouTube actually. Uh, like I've been posting some of my stuff on YouTube, not not a, like actual videos yet, but I do what they call shorts on there. Uh -huh. And I've actually been getting some good views on there. Really? And I'm hoping that eventually I'll have a big following on YouTube so then I could like, you know, uh, market myself and promote boxing and do all the other stuff I like doing, like running and Muay Thai and workouts and stuff yeah. like that. You guys, you're talking to you guys, it seems like uh, you, don't, you seem older than 19 and, or are you 18 or just yeah, 18, 18 and 20? 20, just turned 20. Yeah, yes. yeah, because yesterday. yesterday was your birthday. Yes. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. So 18 and 20, you guys seem like you're way older than that. And yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you. You know, a lot of guys come out of college and they don't have their plan together yeah, yeah and you yeah. guys and you've had it for a couple of years now i remember seeing you on facebook with uh with your lo your logo and all that yeah, or yeah. your was your brand I my guess brand you, yes it was the eagle is that what it is or? uh yeah the the logo is an eagle yes an eagle yeah mm -hmm. and have you guys been selling that yet is it yeah 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 uh, funny eagle. funny enough i'm gonna like uh sell some stuff today to some of some of my uh friends that are, that are supporting but we're just we're just starting small and uh, eventually we'll, we'll make it big. You know, we just got to start somewhere. And then in business, you know, it takes a long time to see the results you want to see. Uh, so, like, you know, we just got to keep going. Like, but, yeah, already selling stuff. The website is going to be uh, updated here soon. So just working on that. And then eventually, like, get that get that thing going. I'd love to get some international, like, sales eventually. Like, yeah. People, like, out of USA, like, repping it. And then 
because I'm like inspired by Nike. So that that would be really cool to like get it like that one day for sure. That's pretty awesome. And that's both of you guys involved in that? Yes. Yeah. Ethan came up with the idea when I think he was a freshman. I was in eighth grade. It was kind of an idea, you know, like me and Ethan have always talked, you know, we talk, you know, we just talk, bring up stuff. And that was one of the ideas. Like, what if we came up with like a clothing brand when we get older? We never really thought I was, we were going to do it. And then last year, yeah, Ethan approached me about it. I was like, let's do it. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, let's yeah. go for it. So, yeah, here we well, are now. can't be done yet. You're wearing an up-top shirt there, which is I know. Uh, and shout a out couple to them of you too. guys for who just mm-hmm. did yeah. their own, what did what they wanted. Oh, yeah. And shout out to them, too. They've really yeah. helped us, too, during boxing. They've really sponsored us through the years. Have too. they really? Oh, yeah. They oh, have. Yeah. That's why I always got a lot of up-top stuff. <laughs> yeah. They always give me some new gear. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely great. Like, it's like amazing. Like, Butte, you know, like we're all one and like we all like want to go far. I mean, there's people doing great things here in this town. And so then it's like we're all we're all going to make it, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I believe. Like, it's like it, it, it'll be for sure big like it used to be like here eventually sometime like where people are just like doing cool things here. Cool stuff's happening here. Yeah. Okay. A lot of things have happened here that have been pretty awesome and that it almost makes me think like. Man, I wish I was at that time when all this was here, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> when, yeah. with John L. Sullivan's fighting here and all these yeah. like famous people. It'd be fun are to here. have a time machine, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be crazy. I mean, just yeah, like great. to go back at that time because you see all those photos, and you're like, dang, Butte looked yeah. like this once. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and the fights back then with the miners, you know, and they had the the boxing was just so big, oh, yeah. you know, everyone yeah. loved it. And of course, they did have a run uh, a little bit with uh, Rick or. Uh, Bob LaCour had the yes the fights it was like Friday Thursday night at the fights or something like that he called it he yeah, had yeah. it out there where the dollar store is yeah yeah and uh, people would go out there and fight and you could I think if you won you got seventy five bucks you lost you got twenty five maybe it might have been seventy five <laughs> tough man tournament stuff yeah, yeah. but it was, yeah. was kind of like that and it had a it had a WWE element in it uh, where uh, Bob would get up and and taunt people to try to set up next week's matches yeah you know yeah. it was. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. It was, it was a lot of fun, but it kind of reminded me of what the old days could have been like because the crowds were rowdy and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there's probably several fights in the crowd every night too because there's a lot of you know drinking involved with watching. It, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably betting too, and then oh, uh, yeah. and then you're like, hey, this guy's gonna beat this guy, and then once that guy beats the other guy, you know, he's yeah. betting betting on it's gonna be like, all right, yeah, there's a fight going down. Yeah, and the old school betting too. You know, not uh, yeah. not online. You know, not online. Now, <laughs> right, right there. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone's taking the bets uh, for sure. Be, so do you guys know anything about your possible opponents then on this fight coming up? Or well, so I think that I might be fighting. A guy, uh, Colton Turner, his name is. I think he's from Dillon. I watched him fight a few times, but I think that that's the guy I think I'm fighting. And then I'm fighting a guy named Diaz. I don't know. Uh, I didn't get his first name. I got. He sounds like a boxer. Yeah, Diaz, right? Mexican. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I was like Mexican fighter, maybe a Mexican fighter. I fought plenty of them, so um, I'm excited though. No, I'm really excited. I've been like I was saying, like um, my last fight, I learned a lot, so I'm, I'm really really excited to win because yeah. i feel like i am saying that confidently yeah. so well you guys both have a lot of wins under your belts yes mm-hmm. yes we do yeah do you guys know your records right off the top uh I, eight and three eight. i would say like mine's like 13 and four i yeah. think yeah and, th- and then uh like the four losses were really close fights like yeah. no doubt like really close yeah like, you actually had never really taken a hard shot that said that hurts so nah, nah, like, like, I, like every out. fight yeah every fight has been like just a, like a close point victory where i like barely edged him out like yeah. even like my last fight at regional golden gloves like yeah. everyone that was there like some of montana some of the people that know me from idaho were like yeah like that you could have won that fight like that, that could have could have yeah, went either really. way it was yeah so it was just like i've always lost a close fights yeah, and like, like our have our, if our record are um, isn't just like people we fight. Like we fought some really yeah. international, national level fighters, you know. And uh, like Columbus, when we went there, that I think I was three years ago today. We were in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, we almost we made it to like the semifinals, but we were so close. You know, we lost, but yeah, yeah, like those three losses. Um, I would have to say yeah, we we're pretty close too. But my last one, sadly, which I'm open about it, I lost. Sadly, I got TKO'd. It was a learning experience, though. I kept getting up after every time. Like I said, this is a learning sport. You just learn yeah. and you move on. But yeah, it was uh, pretty weird because I, I just turned 18. That's so long ago. So we're at the elite men division. Yeah. And I fought like a 26-year-old. Oh, that really? guy hit like a freaking tank. <laughs> yeah, so you're a young. I'm young. Yeah. Your I'm young. When's your my birthday? Way. My birthday is March 11th, 2004. Okay. Yeah, so you just. I ju- yeah, not so long ago. But uh, yeah. And I haven't fought since, but I'm going to like this fight coming right now. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm ready. 
It's going to be fun. And people can get tickets uh, now. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll post the, a link to the tickets mm-hmm. in the show notes. It's, uh, I think they range from 20 to $300. Uh, yeah, because of the, tables, uh, the tables. tables. Yeah, yeah. The tables. But, uh, yeah, like people could come out. It'll be so fun. And I think kids might be free. Yes, I think 12 so. and under, I think. Yeah, That's and... In the costume contest. There's yes. a costume contest. Yeah, you guys going to dress up at, before you walk in? Or you, <laughs> probably not going to get in the festive spirit until after the fight's probably, over. Probably, right? yeah. yeah. You know, you, before your fights, you know, you just get so, you know, zoned in. Oh, you're yeah. so focused and you're just like, you know, you got the pre-fight nerves, we call them. Yeah. And so then you're just nervous and you're not really like in that, like mood to be like having fun you know you're like man i'm about to fight about a you know i'm about to do my oh, yeah. thing like everything yeah. i've trained for so that it's that type of dealio so probably like you get out of that zone when you know you're done so then it's just like okay well after the fight yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah yeah it seems like uh yeah it, you don't want to be too distracted although that could be distractions if you're in the front row and you see uh, dracula and uh you know yeah, that's why we go in the right back there. room, we warm up, we, we're ready for war. <laughs> yeah, I think that I would envision like the 29th, I'm just going to be like zoned in before. I think I'll have my headphones on, I'll be listening to my tunes that get me ready for the fight. Yeah. What do you listen to? I, I listen to like all types of stuff, like rap music and I like uh, like, like upbeat stuff, electronic mm. stuff. Uh, rock music's cool like just stuff mm. that would you know get yeah. you like i'm ready to fight yeah oh, <laughs> like yeah. like stuff that'll get you amped up i the tiger is gonna I be on the that tiger, right probably <laughs> if i got on the playlist uh some some good songs for yeah. sure some some songs that'll oh, yeah. be like type of songs that make you just want to get up get after it you know yeah. type of songs i listen to metallica metallica <laughs> that's a good one but i used to run uh before I, you know, became a broken down old man and my hips <laughs> gave out on me, I used to run. I ran a few marathons and I would run. Uh, wow! I would train and I'd have a run where the was it Western Avenue right by the, the IC Church. Yeah, mm-hmm. go straight up that hill. I would have my playlist time so uh, Rocky's theme song came on. Oh, as, as that's the greatest <laughs> OG song to yeah, work out to. That's, that's yeah. a great song. It's hard not to get inspired by that. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. You hear the Rocky theme song playing, or Eye of the Tiger, just the yeah. you know classic songs that they're playing at like the football games, all the sporting events. Uh, like they have that f- uh, popular hip hop song. I remember the name by Fort Minor. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so then that song's another one. Like people are all getting amped up to. And then so oh, yeah. you get those good songs. You know, it'll, it'll get you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. Uh... I imagine in boxing that probably helps more than most sports. The, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. fired up songs. Yeah, you got you got to, you know, that's what uh, you know, Coach D would say about Sean, you know, like before all his fights, you know, all he's doing is just thinking about the fight, visualizing what he wants to do, like in the fight, uh, how it's gonna play out, and then he'll just zone in, listen to his music and then, you know, get ready yeah. for the fight. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Super Stops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Dig City Supply has everything you need to cheer on your Montana Tech or diggers with the largest selection of locally designed and produced fully licensed apparel and gifts. Bulldog and Maroon fans can shop their huge selection of fan gear for your teams and schools as well as a wide selection of Butte themed items. Modern, classic, wear your pride from Dig City Supply, a division of 5518 Designs located across from the parking garage at 43 West Park Street in Uptown Butte or online at digcitysupply.com. You want to watch your favorite football team on Sunday, but it isn't on TV? No problem. Go to Metal Sports Bar and Grill and check out all the games. In addition to a full-service bar and a menu full of terrific entrees cooked to perfection, Metal's also has the Sunday ticket. Kick back with some raised fingers, the best pizza in town, and a refreshing drink as you root on your team on one of 31 big-screen TVs at Metal's. Don't miss a moment of your favorite team with Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. Metals is open at 11 a.m. every Sunday during football season. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, 
Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. You mentioned the gold gloves earlier. Mm-hmm. How did you end up doing that? Uh, I So um, I did a really good, like, so I won the golden glove title earlier this year. And then I went to go box in uh, regionals two weeks later. Yeah. And then I ended up fighting the... Um, the home crowd fighter there, and funny enough, the whole guy that hosted the whole thing, uh, the former boxing club, yeah. I fought their guy. And yeah. then uh, I ended up doing really good against him. It was a very competitive fight. I mm-hmm. He was kept trying to land big rights on me, but I just kept moving. And every time he tried to throw like body shots, I would always move away from him and then try to like counter back. But it was a, it was a really close fight. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. and, but they gave him the decision, and then he went and fought the next day in the final uh, fought, fought a guy from Wyoming and uh, then that Wyoming guy beat the guy uh-huh. I, I lost to and then uh, he went the guy that won the whole thing at, at 156 went and boxed at Nationals and then he um, he got eliminated in the first round so like so you were the Montana yeah Golden Glove champion. I'm the Montana at, what was the weight 150 156 156 mm-hmm. that's pretty cool because Golden Glove is I remember as a kid, that was the thing, you know, so yeah, this oh, yeah. guy's a golden glove boxer, like, what? Yeah, watch out for him. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, sadly, I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to fight at the time. Uh, I forgot for what reason. Oh, yeah, I had a hand injury. Yeah, I got a hand oh, injury really? around that time. I was supposed to fight. Yeah, it was for the Montana State Golden Gloves title, 147. I was yeah. supposed to, but it was next year, so I'm hyped yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. And how, what is the age for golden gloves? How does that go? 18 and up. 18, 18 and up. up. Yep. It, it was funny because actually there was a guy that was supposed to represent Montana. I remember when we were all weighing in, and they were like, this guy's 17. He can't fight in the golden gloves. You know, mm-hmm. and there's like all the officials in there, you know, that you got to have all the officials, make sure everything's legit. And yeah, they looked at his passbook. They're like, this guy can't fight golden gloves, you know, because yeah. he's 17. So uh, it's it's 18 and up. So uh, you you fight in the golden gloves. And that was the guy that I was supposed to fight. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, he fought somebody else. But yeah, I'm waiting next time though for it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. We um, Ethan's Golden Glove champion, also Silver Glove champion, and I'm Silver Glove champion too. I think that was two years ago. No, yeah. three years ago, I think. So you guys have business cards, hand out to people, just let them know how awesome you are. Tough. <laughs> you know, there you go. It's like I was talking about Dougie Peoples hit the shot for Central to win the championship, you know? And right. he's just the same guy now. I said, if, if I hit that shot, I'd have a girl on each arm, a golden chain, you know, a fur coat, you know. Fur coat going on. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... I, I would be good at success. I, I <laughs> yeah, you would be. Yeah, I think that's like how it happens. And then, too, you know, what happens so young. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. why they think, you know, Mike Tyson, you know, he's 20 years old he's heavyweight champion of the world you know he feels on top of the world you know he's supposedly the baddest man on the planet when he's 20 years old and he was (laughs) he was oh yeah and that and that's a lot to take in man for a 20 year old so i i think that a lot of those guys like that's what happens to them they're like well this is too much for me or like there's all these women all this money all the all this all these things coming to me and it's just like how do you deal with it you know And I think that like some guys just can't handle it. Yeah, I, I would not be able to handle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> under pressure. I, I never, I never had the discipline to be a, a good individual sport guy. Anyway, so. <laughs> but yeah, Tyson's such an interesting character too now because oh, yeah. he's really doing well now. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's open and honest about his stuff. I love hearing interviews with him. And and mm-hmm. he had, he, of course, his. I think he one of the greatest quotes of all time is he said everyone has a plan. Until they he's get punched in the face. face. <laughs> so so true. That it is, is so true. true. I meant, and yeah. it, it's an iconic quote, but it yeah has a good message to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you guys don't get punched in the face too often. I yeah definitely. That's, it's the goal of the sport to hit and not yeah. get hit. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is pretty exciting though. Uh, you know, Butte people uh, love to support you know mm-hmm. Butte people in in sports. Absolutely. You know, and uh, you know like. Rob Johnson, when he played for the Seattle Mariners, you know, the root television mm-hmm. ratings were through the roof in, in Butte, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, you know, they always want to watch Colt Anderson and stuff, but uh, here's a chance on the 29th, 
got to watch a couple of butte guys who oh, yeah. are, are, are shooting up. Right, right. I you mean, know. our goal is to, you know, go pro and, and do our thing. Like, I've always loved boxing since I was a little kid. I mean, I always remember telling my friends and my family when I was in middle school when I was a little yeah. kid that, you know, I'm, I want to be a pro boxer and I want to actually go through with this and, mm-hmm. you know, fight fight the best guys, you know, and who whoever's out there and just go out there because I, I believe – if you have that best, you know, man mentality, I feel like that you just want to go after it. You yeah. just want to go, you know, take guys down and just be like, hey, I want to want to fight everybody. I want to yeah. fight the best of the best. Yeah. 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 The yeah. Butte's a great, uh, you know, Butte's a great supportive system. They, I got so many friends and family, you know, around here that love to, you know, watch Ethan and I, and they're great. That's what I love about Butte. You know, Butte, it's, yeah. it's such a big community that will help anyone. That's what I like about it. That's what I love yeah. about this town. I'll never forget them. Yeah, and you, uh, Olympics too, is that something you yes. guys Ooh, yes. plan on? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you, you light right up when I, know, I say Olympics. I know, the Olympics. It's, the Olympic Games. That's a dream. 2024, yeah, it's like... Where are they at in 24? Paris. Paris. Yeah, nice. and and that's a, that's a big thing because it, it's always been my dream. Like, mm. So they changed the Olympic rules where you had to be over 19 to qualify for the Games. But then now you got to be... Uh, like you, you used to be able to you know, go at 17, you know? Yeah. And then, so they changed that rule. But yeah... Definitely the Olympic Games. That that would be so cool. I mean, just have that experience. Go box international. Like go fight. You know, represent your country. Represent where you came from, and then just you know, like do some mm-hmm. cool things. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the Olympics. Is you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Oh, oh yeah. Other than best, getting paid for other getting paid for your wins, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very uh, sad though because Olympic boxing is is uh, unfortunately corrupt. Like uh, they very, don't yeah. have the uh, Olympic Games in the in the uh, LA twenty. 2028 games that we're having them here in the states but we're not uh like gonna have olympic boxing because there's uh all this like corruption in olympic yeah. boxing and it's very unfortunate because i think you know, olympics anything anymore is pretty corrupt that's, oh, that's yeah. right that's right yeah. unfortunately yeah and so it was getting so corrupt because you're like having this guy like getting uh you know robbed by by like the judges because yeah. they're like oh hey he's from this place or you know maybe there's money involved yeah. or something who knows? Well, I remember the 88 games. The Korean boxers would go out there and get the hell beat out of them and yeah. then win a decision. Yeah. Roy yeah. Jones Jr. Yeah. That's one thing I think about. Yeah, Roy mm. Jones Jr. When he fought that guy, he, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what they said. That was one of the dirtiest ones when oh, I was in Korea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was fighting the home country guy in the Olympic final. Yeah, I think that's bound to happen, you know? like yeah. That's where you have to knock him out, I yeah, guess, right? Yeah, when you've got, a, you, know, a, a, you know, an American, especially a black a black fighter, you know, yeah. beating their guy, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, we're, we're not going to let this guy, you know, yeah. ra- get his hand raised in our home country, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was definitely really messed up that that yeah. happened. Does that Rose. happen, does stuff like that happen in, when you go fight somewhere, like in a small town in Idaho, and you're fighting the hometown guy? Does that oh, stuff happen, oh, yeah. too? That, like I said, that happened to Ethan last time. Do you think that happened really? to Ethan? Yeah. Like, he won that. And I'm not just saying that, you know, he's my brother, but he won that by boxing yeah. points. He out-jabbed him, he out-countered him, and he's out-maneuvering him that whole fight, and... You know, like yeah. I won. It's just the corruption of boxing. So I, yeah. I, I think that, yeah, it's just sadly a part of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's how it's going to be. You know, yeah. like umpires missing calls and stuff yeah. uh, in baseball is, is part of it. But yeah, you're pr- it'd be almost impossible to take that element out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that unfortunately, like, boxing will always have robberies like yeah. it's just one of but them the bigger things. you get though when you're you're mm-hmm. getting boxing professionally you're, you're gonna see absolutely you know it's a little more on the level yeah like and and that's why we think too like our styles could be a little a more meant for the pros because you know you're boxing longer and stuff yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i don't know you're fighting three rounds usually now yeah, right just three rounds yeah three rounds three minutes yeah, that's then, but that's tough though, right? That, I mean, that's what I had my my son's got a little boxing thing in there. I was trying to get him working out, yeah. and I said I said put on a timer and see if you can go a minute at first, you know, mm-hmm. and then try to go get a minute and a half and then work your way up. But three, just one, that's one round, yeah, just, just one round, just tough. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, you know, of course, that's why we uh, train as hard as we can so we don't hit a wall during a fight. Like we get yeah. all gassed and tired, and then. You know, we get all sluggish, and then we start taking a beating. You know, we yeah. don't want that. So yeah, yeah we once train. you get tired, your hands come down, and yep, that's trouble begins, right? And that's what we gone. don't want, of course. So that's why we train a very intense, very, very intense. Yeah. Really? <laughs> how, <laughs> like, how many hours a day would you guys train? Well, about two and a half, usually really? about two and a half. But on weekends we work overtime. Like uh, weekends we do. Uh, well, we just did a two Sunday. We did twelve rounds, five minutes. We don't do 
the average uh, three uh, three minute rounds for training. Man. We go five minutes. Wow. Okay. So yeah, twelve rounds, five minutes, and we did nothing but core that whole time, and we only do thirty second breaks. We don't yeah. do a minute, or so we can keep the heart going to get used to that, uh, you know, the intensity. So yeah. we could adapt to it. So you guys, I have you had to lose weight for fights because it doesn't look like you guys could probably lose much weight at the shaker. Actually, no. surprisingly, yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I went down to Columbus, Ohio. I weigh cut from one forty two to one thirty two. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. It was it's horrible. It sucked, but yeah, I can't imagine how tough that would be. Yeah, because it's it's hard. <clears throat> to cut weight when you can't cut any weight. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to cut weight when you can cut weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But the water, the water weight is is a thing. Like you could talk yeah. to wrestlers about it, like oh, yeah. uh, you know, jujitsu guys, of uh, you know, boxers, uh MMA fighters, any any yeah. um any uh martial art where you're gonna like lose weight where you like have to make a weight class, yeah. these guys know that water weight is a lot. Like, cause like this like bottle of water, you know, is like a pound or two you know yeah. you sweat this out in training you know it's like you're you're losing weight like that so mm, most yeah. guys sweat off the weight kind of so-called yeah. so then that's why like the wrestlers you know they'll have their sweaters on they yeah. have their you know room up to 100 degrees and they're training for two hours <laughs> yeah they cut 10 pounds 15 pounds however much they need to cut and then it's yeah. like they'll make it and, oh, yeah 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 <laughs> when we did our radio show uh when i was working with kbow we had our overtime on wednesday nights at metals mm -hmm. and we'd have ariel beck on once before a big fight mm -hmm. you know because she went all yeah. over the place yeah. and and they'd bring us all this food, and she just was ready to kill us all the time. You know, I'm <laughs> drinking a Mountain Dew. You know, everyone, Paul's drinking coffee, and John's Thatch drinking iced tea, and Ariel's just sitting there drinking nothing. And they bring us a big, you know, platter of steak food. fingers, yeah. a pizza, Ooh. and all this stuff. And I just I always felt so guilty about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's funny. And then, it's like, that's always part of it, though. She probably, yeah, she had the fight coming up, so yeah. she had to make weight. And then, so she's like, oh, man, that sounds good. But yeah. probably after her fight and she made weight yeah. and everything, she probably grubbed up. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys, you guys probably avoid foods like that for the most part, anyway, right? You guys, yeah, yeah we usually do. Yeah. Most of the and, time. I always tell Eli, I'm like, man, it's kind of hard, you know, like when you're living in America and the States yeah. and stuff, because it's like, hard to eat healthy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah. then it's, it always seems like it costs a little more too. Yeah. And so then you got that whole thing where, you know, you, you know, go and get a, a Big Mac or, you know, a, yeah. a burger or something. And then it just seems like to get, eat healthy, it's a little more pricier. So then that's the other thing too. Do you guys notice that when you eat, if you eat bad, the training? Oh, the you definitely day? feel it. Oh yeah. 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 I've done that once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I've been there. Well, it's like we mentioned it. It's like it was my birthday yesterday. So, I mean, I, you know, had cake in the first time in forever. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I think that I'll feel it today. <laughs> oh, really? I'll feel slow. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've, uh, I think Ari Gray brought it up because you guys know Ari. Oh, great. He, he studies the, the science of working out a lot, you know, and every year he, it seems like he learns some really good nugget every year and mm -hmm. he incorporates it into his team. At least one, I should say. But uh, <laughs> and uh, but he, I remember him talking about binge drinking. I, I believe it was Eric. Uh, when someone binge drinks, they say that wipes out like two weeks of working out. Oh yeah, just really? Yeah. Well, I learned that's something interesting. new. Huh, I never. Yeah, learned. you know, and I don't know what you, how you what the definition of binge drinking is. You know. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I think there's, I? there's so many drinks per hour or something like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's what most people do on weekends or you know yeah. whatever you know yeah, like, qualifies that. Yeah, you're right though. Like that's what I'm saying. Like. With uh, these athletes in view, that's why I was like saying they should try that at least avoid alcohol and drinking and all that yeah. as much as they can. It could really mess with your performance and most importantly, your health. Yeah. It's it's amazing that he brings all that up because, you know, your success is uh, based off of your habits. You know? mm -hmm. So then it's like if you're really committed to what to your craft and, you know, you're doing ex any extra edge toward like what your opponent might be doing, you know, like, so yeah. if he's, you know, going out, hanging out with friends on the weekend, drinking, like, and you're not doing that, you're training, I mean, you're, you're already ahead of them. So like, I would imagine in sports teams, it works the same way. Like if these guys are working out on the weekends when they're, when their teams are resting, you know, it's yeah. like, you're going to beat them probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Work ethic can go a long way. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yes, yeah. Now, so you guys are doing, seems like you guys are doing really great, you know, yes. and as long as I've known you, uh, Family life, everything good now? Yeah. Everything oh, great. Good. Yeah, we live on our own now. It's Ethan and I. Really? Yeah, we live together. We got my uh, brother, Gabriel, and we got my roommate, Marky. You know, mm. It's great. Yeah, we're all doing doing amazing actually yeah, yeah. our fam our family life is like pretty good like unfortunately like we don't talk to our dad and any of that stuff but yeah. you know it is what it is and, and mm -hmm. all that 
But uh, besides that, we got like our mom. We got like really supportive family members. We got cousins we're close with. I mean, I got my cousin Philly from Missoula. I talk to yeah. uh, pretty often, and like we we talk about a lot of things. He always sends me like encouraging messages. You know, keep doing what you're doing, type of thing. And then uh, yeah, we we got a, got great family up in Browning, yeah. and then we've met some people like that ain't our family that that we consider family. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like our coach and our friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, fights October 29th. October 29th. October yeah. 29th. Hopefully people get out and cheer you on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. October 29th. Let's see. I think it's October 29th. Doors open at 6 p.m. Fights start at 7 p.m. And it costs 25 to like 30 for a table. Yeah, 300 yeah. for a table. So, yeah. I hope everyone could probably make it. There goes my Love that. So, uh, I guess you guys have what's one last thing before we go? You guys, your last name's not easy for everyone to say. We're Blusky, yeah, Blusky. But do you guys have nicknames? Because when you got a name like that, you got to have a nickname, right? Okay. And most boxers do. You, yeah, you go first, brother. Go for it. It's uh, your nickname, like uh, what nickname? Boxer, boxer, man. Oh, boxing nickname. Yeah, yeah. like so. Mine's next up, and mm-hmm. then Eli's is Pretty Boy. Pretty boy. Yeah. Next yeah. up and Pretty Boy. Yeah, okay. yeah. The nick, the next up thing. I a lot of people wonder like where, where that came from mm-hmm. and uh, i'll say it now and then hopefully like five ten years from now they could pull this back up yeah. they'd be like hey this is where it came from but anyways when i was like coming up on the like amateur rise like because i was fighting guys that were way more experienced than me mm-hmm. and beating them and these guys were already relevant and then so it was almost like when i first started boxing it people were like, man, this kid came out of nowhere, you yeah. know, and then just like called it that. And then it was like the whole next up thing. Cause like mm-hmm. my friends would be like saying that thing, like, Oh, you know, you're going to be the next, like the next big thing, the next champion, all that yeah. stuff. And then that's where the whole next up thing that's came awesome. from. Yeah. So, and I like it. I think it suits me yeah. pretty well. It does for me. I don't know. It just kind of happened. Was uh, it an insult to start with or was it? Uh, a, my, a, friends, my friends, my friends, okay. just being them, you know, like, yeah, they kind of just gave me that nickname and, <clears throat> yeah i got a lot it's a good of nickname though. a lot of yeah it is i like it a lot of the times i got a from like my friends my family uh just keep 100 i've met people that are like you you fight and i'm like yeah. yeah they're like well you should do like modeling and i'm like <laughs> like oh but i, I enjoy it so yeah, yeah that's where the pretty boy kind of came yeah, you got to keep those hands up so you can keep that kind of keep my face going <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it together oh yeah so, so rock said Dude, that nose never been broken yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's our nicknames, though. Well, guys, I appreciate you giving me an hour to to talk. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, hopefully, uh, down the road, we, we just check in every so often, oh, we'll, and yeah. we'll, we'll follow your career. And when you're big someday, I'll be using my machine here to, for phone interviews. Probably, when you guys are out <laughs> fighting in Madison Square Garden. Definitely, we'll come back. No, definitely, we'll come back and sit at this table again. Yeah, yeah. Interview. Like our our goal, like would be to like grow our brand and then like market myself on social media like get a good following on there and then you know just keep doing what we're doing in boxing and then we like to you know move out of montana pursue boxing you know like get get yeah. trained with like the the guys that we we need to be around you know because uh eric always said hey you know like you got to move out of montana eventually yeah. so like we'll plan on it for sure but build it build our uh pedigree up and then yeah. kind of go from there yeah one day but, at a time <laughs> yeah but as uh Travis Johnson told me once, uh, once a crusader, always a crusader, right, guys? Oh, yeah. I will take that (laughs) forever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, such a great school. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks a lot, guys, and good luck on October 29th. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.